Good afternoon, this is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer in Lunch Podcast. Today is Easter Thursday, and we're continuing on uh, reading from a little book called 40 Days to Mercy, A Jubilant Year of Lenten to Bolsa. Uh And before I uh, go on to th- today's date, I have to make a comment about yesterday's uh, title and the subject. It was called Signs and Wonders was how uh, Peter, after uh, Jesus went to heaven and Peter was following the example of Jesus, healed the sick. And this one time, uh, everyone was in awe. It was a crippled man. He healed him and he was able to walk and jump afterwards. But as we all know, Jesus and God and Mary and the saints, they give us signs all the time. And I, I guess I kind of probably I wish that um, uh, maybe in the homilies or the pulpit that uh, our uh, priests, if they have experienced any kind of signs, I don't know if it's a direct reason they try not to say anything, but maybe that might help someone to believe, to be awe. Uh, I'll give you a, a good example. This was... Uh, few years ago, uh, we were uh, marching for Respect Life, where we always do uh, by uh, uh, on University Alley and uh, knee hiatus, close to St. Maximilian Church. And uh, I was with the parishioners of uh, St. Maximilian, Colby. And we were doing a rosary. But that day was a little special because it was also the feast day of the St. Teresa, the Little Flower. And one of the parishioners gave each one of us a rose, a brand new uh, a rose to hold while we were praying. So we're all uh, praying the rosary, holding uh, this uh, this rose. And in between the, the Our Father beads, we also would uh, thank uh, St. Teresa, the Little Flower. So when the rosary was completed, I was talking to one of the parishioners who said she uh, was in France and saw the shrine of uh, Little Teresa, the flower, of the Little Flower. And I said, oh, did you notice the the rose petals? She was known for explaining the roses and flowers. And she said, no, I, you know, I, I didn't. And, and just right after then, someone was driving by and they threw this hard-boiled egg at one of our parishioners, one of the sweetest, nicest, uh, tiniest little girls. And uh, this hard-boiled egg hit the uh, rose stem, or, or part of the rose. I don't know what it hit. But at that moment when the uh, uh, hard-boiled egg hit the rose petals, it literally flew all the uh, rose petals and leaves from that one rose where they were all spread over the ground, just like I was talking about. So she got to see this, but more important, I picked up this, uh, uh, now it was a bare rose. It had, it was not one leaf or one rose petal on it but it wasn't damaged in any way. 
And then I, I had, I still had my roles where it was, you know, perfectly good roles, brand new roles. And I, so I started shaking a little bit, wondering, you know, how could, you know, how, how could it all fall off like that? And you can't. You shake it really hard. Rose petals won't come off and leaves won't come off uh, without physically taking it off. So to me, that, that was a miracle. And get, uh, getting into properties and kind of like the, the burning when uh, I just was listening to one of their uh, uh, podcasts or videos, he, uh, our Catholic News uh, Network was interviewing this uh, doctor of physics. Uh, Dr. Rizzo, and he talked about you know physics and how people don't believe the actual facts of physics, how God, uh, body and blood of Christ becomes a Eucharist. So that's a little bit of uh, today's too. So what uh, I, I guess I'm trying to say is, if we could claim when we uh, proclaim the good news, if we had any kind of things that may have occurred through the only way it could have occurred is through God that we proclaim it. This is just my humble opinion of one person. And if anyone feels differently, I know some people, I was talking to uh, uh, my nephew's uh, grandfather and he used to uh, take buses from South Florida to Georgia where it was apparition of Mary going on for over a year. And a, a lot of occurrences happened there. And I said, well, why don't you talk about it? So I guess he told me he was afraid that people may think he's crazy and what happened there. And we cannot worry about what other people think. Because yes, maybe some people think I'm crazy. But that's not the point. You have to proclaim the good news and let the good news go as it, as it states. Let's get to today's. Today's topic is the ghost is here. Touch me, see me, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones. As you can see, I have Luke 24, 39. Stories of phantoms of the night abroad in our popular culture. One point is worth making in the light of today's gospel. Even small children know you can't shake hands with a ghost or invite him to eat dinner with you. In this resurrection account, the disciples are startled and terrified because they think Jesus is a ghost. So Jesus invites him to touch him to underscore that he is flesh and bones. The scripture scholar, Father Eugene, writes, The disciples looked on the wonderment when Jesus asked for something to eat. They gave it to him, a piece of broiled fish. He takes it and eats it. Then uh, Paul Eugene offers a deeper insight. The disciples and Luke's readers are asked to extend the nourishment to those to whom Jesus is truly present. They are doing what he had done in memory of him, and the thoughts of them others associated in breaking the bread. The Eucharist points us this reality. Every time we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, it is as if we with disciples sitting at the table with Jesus and receive him. 
the body and blood, the soul and divinity, the very substance of the Son of God himself. Lord Jesus, every time I receive in a Holy Communion, it is Easter for me again. Let every Sunday when I receive be like a mini Easter in my life. Hallelujah.